Whisper's Room in Levittown. This is the Pod Couple. I'm J.D. Mullane, columnist for the Bucks County Courier Times. And I'm Phil John Ficaro, columnist at the Intelligencer. On January 6th, supporters of President Trump broke into and trashed the U.S. Capitol building at a Save America rally. Democrats in the House of Representatives and some Republicans aim to impeach the president with just a few days to go in his term. There doesn't appear time for the Senate to mount a trial that could remove Trump, but you never know what deals are being made. With emotions inflamed coast to coast, what purpose is served by impeaching and tossing Donald J. Trump from office? Phil, um, I'm wondering if you think, uh, I'm going to assume you think impeachment and tossing from office is good, but uh, does it serve to heal, help, or inflame the present situation in the country? It may serve to inflame and delay the healing of the country, but you know what, J.D., this this guy, this guy's been stoking this, not, not just in the last week, not just his speech in front of the Capitol last week. You know, he's been stirring this up since before the election when he was riling them up. This is going to be a fixed election. He's been he's been leading them down this road. You know, sedition itself is inherently divisive and it, it it's hard to unify without accountability. And I think impeaching the president is the accountability. Um, you know, he he has shown himself not only to, to, to many, but to some Republicans now who have been defending him forever, that he's he's a threat to the country, that 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 his that his conduct, not just last week, but his conduct over time um, has created a threat to the country and, and he, that some of them believe he just must be removed. Now, I don't think that after he gets impeached, this the Senate's going to throw him out of office. I, I, not this Senate. Um, but something has to be done. We just can't say, you know what, if we impeach him, his supporters are going to get more crazy and more violent. You know, something has to be done to show that there's accountability to his actions. Yeah, I think impeachment and attempting to toss him out of office, if that's possible at this late date, uh, will serve to inflame the country. You know, uh, Trump got, what, 74, 75 million votes uh, on, uh, in the November 3rd election. Biden got 80 million, 80 million. If Trump is impeached and tossed out, it will send his people into the streets to, to protest. And those protests are certainly going to turn violent. Um, and people will die, uh, like those who died over the summer with the, uh, with the Antifa riots, uh, like those who died last Wednesday in the U.S. Capitol. Uh, but you you feel it's 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 worth that risk. I do, and you know I, I saw I was watching some television today, and I saw something I thought I'd never see before that thousands of National Guardsmen uh, sleeping in the hallways of the Capitol trying to protect the legislators today. Yeah. Did you did you ever think in this country you would see something like that? We're seeing a lot of, of uh, heart-rending, uh, sickening, uh, and unbelievable images uh, from this uh, January 6th insurrection, and, and that's what it was. Uh, but I think we need to pull back, Phil. Um, I think, uh, as Lincoln said in his first inaugural, uh, we are not enemies, we are friends, and we cannot break 
the bonds of friendship. We need to be touched by the better angels of our nature. I know that there are two, uh, you know, populations in this country uh, with unbridgeable differences, um, but we are commanded uh, by our exceptionalism as the United States to find a way forward without violence. Um, you, you know, know JD, if, I, I, I'm sorry, just let me add this. You know, if, if we were to have a magic lamp with one wish today, this is what I think the wish should be, that Donald Trump would stand before the country and directly address those people that stormed the Capitol or those who are planning something beyond that. I mean, we all know that there, there's been there's been talk that something's going to happen in all 50 capitals and it's going to get even messier and maybe bloodier. What he should do today is stand before the nation directly, directly talk to those people who did what they did last Wednesday and say, look, you know, don't mince worlds. What? Look, we're all disappointed. Right. I appreciate your support, but this is not the way we do things in America. This is not what we do in America. Somebody's going to die. Could be you. Could be you. Could be the guy standing next to you. Just turn around, go home, and the next time there's an election, maybe vote people who share your political views. But this is not the way we do things in America. But guess what? You're never going to hear that from him, ever. And uh, I, that, yeah, that's I suspect why. Right. I suspect that you're right. I don't. Yeah, I think absolutely. Uh, I think the president is uh, unrepentant, uh, even as he uh, says he's committed to a, a peaceful transition of power. Uh, at his uh, speech on January 6th, uh, he sent mix, mixed messages, and both sides, you know, have seized and cherry-picked his uh, his words. You know, one he says to patriotically and peacefully protest at the Capitol, but then he says you got to fight like hell, or you're going to lose the country. I mean, what right. he preferred was so fight like hell or you're going to lose the country. Well, and, and what, I'm sorry, go, you finish. I'm sorry. That, that, that isn't presidential leadership. He is not the president of just 75 million people in the country who voted for him. He's the president of all 330 million con uh, people who live in this country. But, you know, I, I, I still think, you know, we need to pull back. Um, uh, the, as I said, the violence of, of Antifa has begotten the violence of the MAGA mob. Uh, I mean, I don't think you want some sort of final showdown. Uh, the consequences of violence coming out of this, out of an impeachment, out of uh, you know him being tossed from office with a few days to go, uh, is as astounding as those images we've seen, you know, with the National Guard protecting uh, federal legislators. I mean, what will that look like uh, in Lansdale or Levittown or Newtown or Doylestown? I mean, it, it, it boggles the imagination and it's frightening. Um, but I, I wanted to ask you something else, Phil. Um, you know, there, if you watch enough cable talking heads, particularly the progressives, there really is a concerted effort to smear anyone who went to that rally as an insurrectionist or participant in insurrection and sedition. Um, we know that there were hundreds of people who left in buses from Bucks County and Montgomery County, and who knows, maybe Burlington County across the river to attend that rally. Um, the Bucks County commissioners have, have condemned them in a way, in a statement this week, 
Um, what do you think should happen to them? I mean, should people who participated uh, in that rally, who went and attended that rally, be hounded, uh, you know, forced from their jobs? Uh, we're seeing that around the country, by the way. Police officers who just attended the thing, you know, are, 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 are being suspended. Um, you know, are those people who left Newtown and Ben Salem on Wednesday, should they be considered seditionists, participants in it? What do you say? The Constitution guarantees people in this country peaceful assembly. Many of those people were peaceful. They were loud. They were boisterous. They were angry. If they did not breach the Capitol, they have every right to be down there screaming their brains out. Um, for the commissioners to condemn those folks, um, I don't think is right. Um, now, it's not to say that they didn't help, you know, their, their anger there, their, 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 their voices didn't stoke up others to, to storm the Capitol and do what they did. But the bottom line here is you have every right to get down there and, and voice, your, voice your objection to what's going on in the country. Um, you know, as long as you didn't, you know, rush up the steps and break windows and go inside, um, you know, you have every right to do that. Yeah, you know, uh, my column for Thursday is about that. If you're from here and you, um, uh, you know, Daniel. <laughs> um, we have fam we have families, right? Yeah, we do have families. We have a lot of columns. Anyway, um, you know, uh, my column for Thursday is about that. If you are from here, Montgomery or Bucks, and you got into that building, you need to turn yourself in. You need to alert the federal officials. Uh, and just as important, uh, we need to know what you did when you got in there. Uh, you trespassed, and that is going to be a federal crime. Uh, we need to mete out, you know, fair and just punishments and penalties for anybody who got into that building that day. I mean, come on, we, we all seen the, the video. What is it about a perimeter fence around the U.S. Capitol building, that beautiful, iconic building, and police officers behind that perimeter fence that you don't understand means don't go any farther than this. And what is it about police officers standing on the precipice of that building, firing, you know, uh, pepper spray and perhaps rubber bullets? What do you not understand about well, that? Here, here's, here's what got me last week, and I don't mean to, to chuckle about this because it's such a serious issue. I'm watching last week, I'm watching footage of a man and a woman, and the woman's eyes are all red, and she's rubbing them, and she's crying after having just been inside the Capitol, right. complaining that the police pepper sprayed her. Right. Yes. Right. Now, now somebody, somebody explain the thought process there to me because I quite don't understand it. Well, you know, uh, there's a, a sense of entitlement, but, you know, it, it, it goes to a deeper issue, probably a separate podcast on these information silos that a lot of Americans uh, find themselves in or voluntarily uh, segregate themselves into. You know, uh, by, the, by the nature of our job, uh, we have to read everything, you know, and I think that makes us well-rounded. It doesn't, doesn't make us abandon our principles. It may make us change our mind on things, but it doesn't make us abandon, you know, our, our sincerely held principles, whether they're liberal or whether they're conservative or somewhere in the middle. But, you know, the people who broke into that building, which is the beating heart of of uh, and symbol of American self-governance uh, need to be held accountable for that. Uh, the president uh, needs to be held 
accountable for his actions. And whether that's a, a second impeachment uh, or, or whether that's being tossed from office, I don't know. But I will say this, and I'm not defending Donald Trump, uh, but the Democrats and the progressives in this country never accepted the 2016 election. Uh, you know, they never accepted it and they worked to force him out. They impeached him once before and the Senate didn't convict and, and toss him out. So, you know, we're at this point where we're gyrating back and forth, you know, um, and, and where are the leaders who are going to stand up and, and, and calm the nation? Uh, we don't, I don't think there's any national figure that we'll all listen to. Like, remember when we were kids, Billy Graham? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, Billy yeah the conscience of the nation, sure. Right. It didn't matter what whether you believe in God or you are a Christian or not, but Billy Graham was a respected voice in the country. You know, he's he's there's nobody like him uh, around anymore. There's no leader of public stature around. There's no journalist like Edward R. Murrow or any of the anchors that we grew up with who really did have credibility and the faith of the American people, the ordinary guy uh, who would stop and say, well, you know what, I'm, I'm going to consider that because uh, I, I respect that man. There isn't anybody like that, I don't think. Can you think of anybody, Phil, any figure on a there, national level? No, because everybody's, everybody is skeptical of anyone like that anymore. You know, they'd be viewed as pompous and, and, and righteous instead of listening to the message. Um, but you talked about a voice, and I'll circle back to what I said just a few moments ago. There is a voice that could stop this. And he lives in the White House right now for the next few days. But I'll be damned if he does, you know, if he ever walked out and did what I think he should do and stop those people and tell them to turn around and go home and wait till the next election, I think I would just, I, I would just faint from shock. Um, because that's the voice, J.D., that's the voice we need. And he's, he's remained silent during most of this. He waited hours before he came out to tell these people, go home. And then right after that said, I love you, you're special people. So he's trying to play both sides of the fence. He, right. he will say, look, I came out and told them to go home. But at the, set, but at the same time, he's, he's patting them on the back. That's the voice we need to stop this. But he's reluctant to do it. Yeah, he, he, he won't do it because he's he's Donald Trump. And, uh, you know, you see the, uh, uh, you know, the 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 uh, job approval polls are now somewhere around 30 percent. I think, you know, he's lost a lot of support. Uh, well, even even among even among Republicans, it's diving. Yeah. And, and it should. It should, because he he has proven himself to be. Um, you know, inadequate in this moment of crisis, which he played a role in. And uh, and you're right. He is probably the only voice that can calm this. Look, I understand why the Democrats want to toss him out, because I think constitutionally, and that probably means legally, uh, he cannot uh, run for office again. Uh, he has well, what, would have, what would have to happen is after he gets impeached, the Senate would have to have a special vote beyond that. Yeah to say, all right, you know, he, he can't run for federal uh, uh, public office again. It wouldn't just be um, 
it wouldn't just be his impeachment. There's a special vote beyond that. Um, yeah. and, in, and, and if that would come with the new Senate coming in, that might be possible. Yeah, and I also think that the, the one-party rule in Washington for the next two years is going to throw fuel on the flames. I mean, uh, voices like yourself on the left really need to be voices of moderation. Uh, we can't be making D.C. and Puerto Rico states because that will or pack the Supreme Court. We need to back off from that sort of stuff. We can get along. We can make deals. we got to learn how to do that again. You know, we we got to learn how to reason together. Uh, but to take the opportunity, as they say in Washington, never let a good crisis go to waste, uh, to seize power um, in a way that most Americans find, um, you know, unappealing uh, is really, I think, our role, uh, particularly your role uh, in, in the next two years. We need steady as she goes. You know, we are a COVID-weary uh, country coming out of this dystopian year. Unbelievable. We never, none of us have gone through anything like this. And our colleague Joe Chevalier's story uh, this week about the demands on mental health and prescription drugs so people can deal with it uh, is is proof that that we we are really uh, a, a fraying nation. And uh, and one more point uh, about the people who may have been from Bucks and Montgomery counties who who busted into the Capitol building and, and pillaged or took part in it. Um, you know, uh, it, you need to account for yourself. Um, you, you need to, uh, you, know, you know, amend your life, account for yourself, pay rep, whatever reparations and amend your life and publicly say that this was an error. As much as Trump says it, I think that each of the individual Americans who went down there and invaded that building uh, tased police officers, beat police officers with, with pipes. You know, uh, we are going to find out after the investigations are all done just how violent this was. I read today from one of the, one of the people who died, a woman uh, was probably trampled to death in the rotunda. So all of those people played a part in that. And I'm, I'm telling you, the best thing to do is to reveal yourself to the federal authorities. Um, don't embody the banality of evil, you know, where you riot at the Capitol by three, you're home by nine, you catch it on the news and you're in bed by 10. And then the next day you resume your quiet work, family, suburban life, you know, as if what happened to D.C. on January 6th was just a thing. You know, it wasn't just a thing. Um, it heaved this country closer to some sort of rendezvous with, with disaster. And as I said, the consequences of which uh, are frightening and are even nightmarish. And you know what I'm talking about. I'm sure. not going to say the word. I'm not going to no. say the word, but you know what I'm talking about. The, the, the people you just described can lay their heads on their pillow at night and rest easy because in their minds, my president is okay with all this. Yeah. Right? It's yeah, yeah. absolutely, it's absolutely yeah. right. You know what? I, my, I, pre my president is okay with this. Yeah. And, and I dread this uh, saying this, but uh, Trump for millions of people in this country 
has become almost a cult figure. Loyal, they're loyal. I don't think there's any doubt about it. They're, they're loyal to uh, to Donald Trump, uh, but they're not loyal to the principles of uh, the country that make America uh, exceptional in the world. So uh, hopefully uh, the new president can calm nerves and rise to the occasion. Frankly, uh, I don't have a lot of hope in that. Uh, I see who he's appointing uh, to his cabinet and, and to various positions, but that's for another podcast. Right now we can hope and pray uh, that uh, president-elect uh, and, and soon-to-be president Biden uh, can rise to, to, to history's call and, uh, and heal America. And, uh, you know, by that big clock on Phil's wall tells me <laughs> time to go. It is a big clock. <laughs> it is a big clock. Um, listen, we're on all the best podcast Johns. Read our award-winning content online and at our websites. And for all of us here in the virtual newsroom in Levittown and Lower Bucks County, I'm J.D. Mullane. And I'm Phil John Ficaro. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. But especially, thanks for reading.